1: So many followers on Instagram, a lot of young women look up to you.
2: Like, you can't be sitting on Instagram cursing and acting crazy all day. Like, if people like you and they love you and, and you a leader, then show them the way. Show them the right way.
3: I mean, what, what kind of gentleman would we be if we didn't open okay, the door? I know that's What's right. What's going on, love? Hey. How are you? Welcome.
1: How you doing, Rashad?
2: Hey Rashad. Pleasure,
1: pleasure. Thank you. Thank
3: you for joining us. I'm
2: excited to be here.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's this is an really cool. important conversation. You uh, know, I've heard that you want to be remembered as a businesswoman that you are. And I do. So this is the perfect place.
2: And I'm glad to be here. Let's do
3: it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. already done. Yeah. Thank you for being here.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: I learned so much about you. Um, I learned uh, Chicago, they say... Uh,
3: what up, Joe?
1: They say, what up, Joe? <laughs> they say uh, gym shoes.
3: I got gym my gym shoes, shoes, shoes on today for and sure. And
1: you're going to take us to where it get real soulful.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: That's all part of it. Okay. package. We got, exactly. the, we got the, the scenery for it. We wanted, you, we wanted you to feel at home.
2: I feel so at home now. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: y'all. <laughs> so I want to get into this because, you know, a lot of times people have a perception of people that, you know, they see in the news, people they see on social media, but the perception is not reality. They don't understand, like, the business, the hard work that goes into it. They just think that somebody just pops up one day and they're just an influencer. Right? What does that term even mean? So, a lot of things that we want to talk about, but first, I want to hear, what's your view on social media? Like, how were you able to use it to build your brand, and um, how do you feel about the term influencer?
2: I think that I've been like an influencer since I was like a little girl. I always, even like in high school, I was like the popular girl in school. I probably didn't have all the money in the world, you know, but like I was still popular. Everybody knew me then, even like in the city. Like everybody knew me in the city. I used to work in the clubs, like doing bottle service. So like, I always kind of been like popular. And then when I was doing, I was on social media while I was still like working and stuff, but I could see, Like I was gravitating a lot of people towards me just from like my posts that I would like Posting a regular picture and people like oh, I like that or where you get that and it's like They like my style like you know, I ain't doing nothing but being myself (laughs) So it's like I got some type of influence, you know, it ain't just like a pretty face It's like something about me and and it's my personality too. So I think that people really like Be like I fuck with her because she just she I'm relatable so I think that like to have influence, cause there's a lot of people on Instagram who have millions of followers, mm-hmm. but they don't have influence. Like you have to really like be a certain, not a certain kind of way. Be yourself, but like it's only a certain amount of people that really, really got influence. And I'm one of those people. So, so
1: when did it start to take off for you on social media? Like when you really like I, right, this is this is a wave. I'm I'm creating a, a name for myself.
2: I, I would say 2000. 17 maybe 2016 2017
3: sounds about right i mean the first time i heard the name it was 2017 it was a young lady uh that was working with us at the time she just kept reposting your pictures i'm like why do you keep reposting to somebody else like she was like no i love her this is how we're gonna make her big i'm like what i really didn't understand it and so like you said like, you had influence and so at what point did you figure out that i could turn this influence into a monetary situation. Cuz that's something that people can't do, right? Like there's a lot of people with millions of followers and they don't they can't figure out how to make a business out of it, but you figured it out. Right. So at what point was that? Is this is 2017 as well?
2: So uh, for me, I'm going to say it's 2018, right? So I was noticing like how these people like they like me, they following me, they comment, like they like and stuff. So I'm like, we like let's let's um Book me somewhere, like you know, like have promoters that could come and they could book me. So when people start booking me, it was like, damn, like they fucking with me for real, (laughs) you know? Like, so I'm like, okay, cool. So now it's like, is is really going? Like I'm getting booking after booking. And then when I'm going to these places, it was at first it weirded me out a little bit because I'm like, you know, it's people screaming my name and I'm sitting here looking like. (laughs) Damn, like it's for real, you know, like they really, really like me, they really love me. So it's like not just the love from the internet. Like when I would get booked at these places, I was feeling the love, like, damn, I could do something with this, you know, like I could shake me a little tail feather, I could, you know, like. So I think that when I start doing hostings and going to cities and seeing these people and like the energy that they gave me was like, I could do anything.
3: Was it Chicago first? Right, obviously you're from there. And so like, was it one of those situations? People always ask us, how do we scale? And we always say, get how where you are first. And then the rest of the world will catch on. Was it, was it Chicago that was like booking you and saying like, we, this, this is the girl, this is the girl, and then the rest of the world go? Or it was outside forces? No, nope, it was
2: outside. But the city fucked with me, but it was, I was like getting booked outside. You know, people they like, we know you, we love you, but like we be seeing you, you know, like you in the city. So it was like outside was like different cities.
1: What was like the first price that you charged for thirty five hundred. Uh, thirty five hundred. All in. Gay. All in. No so back end. Like, needed the money up front.
2: No, nah, back in. Okay.
1: So how'd that feel? Like like you said, I mean, you know, just to just to get paid to actually just be somewhere. Cause some people get thirty five hundred for a month, like of work. Like they have to yeah. work a job and get Three thousand dollars for the whole entire month. So, you just showing up for an hour and a half, two hours, and then they got forty-five like minutes. Forty-five minutes, excuse me. <laughs> Bottles, like how that, how that, <laughs> how'd that feel? Like, what was the first feeling when you was like, "This is a vibe."
2: Uh, it felt good. At first, it was a little weird, cause it was like, I don't know, I didn't really know how to accept like all the attention, I you know, cause I'm like, I don't like people like touching me, you know, like I don't, people get too close, I get a little like, mm, you know, like back up. But then it started to, like, become, like, natural. Like, these people really fuck with you. They like you. They love you, you know. But I'm, like, from Chicago. So it would be, like, "Mm, touching me. (laughs) But um, it was was a great feeling. I'm so happy and I'm so thankful that we started doing them $3,500 bookings. (laughs) Life
3: changing. Life changing. (laughs) Life changing. So, I mean, that's a lot. So you're getting these bookings. But are you managing it yourself? Are you the person that's... The booking agent and your no, my so,
2: is my manager.
3: Oh, you got a, man, you got a manager out, the, out gate. the gate?
2: Yeah. So right. Okay. So let's take it back a little let's bit. Let's do it. Okay. So when I was seventeen, I was still in school. I was still in high school, and I was working at the door. My cousin. My cousin is my manager. She do not play y'all. Okay. She is about her bag. So she like, you not. and I used to go to her house We used to live together. So it was like, you are not gonna keep coming over here Stealing my little t-shirts and stuff, <laughs> you know, like you finna work. So she put me to work So I was working at this club called Adriana's in Chicago. I was just a door girl like taking people numbers Like when you know you come to the club, you're like you want to come at free before 11, I'll take your number down That was me. I was the door girl so and then she like, okay, you can start working inside the club. Like, just I was doing like um, the the free bar, like before twelve or something, and I was like pouring the shots. Okay. Then I started doing bottle service. The bottle service. And then we like, okay, let's do something else. And so then we had a hair business, kai extensions. We did it for a while, but I think that the money that we was making like in the club, it was like more than that on top of. Dealing with all, she dealt with way more than me when it came to like the people. She like all the emails, backlash. Like it's 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 me, but like she the one who got to deal with these people, mm-hmm. sending the hair back, try to get a new vendor, going back and forth. You know, like it was just a lot. It was too much, and it was just kind of was just like fuck it.
3: Done with the hair business. Done
2: with the hair business. It was it was cool though. We made some money now. Don't get me wrong. Like we made some money. It was cool. It was a, we had a great run. But it was just it was a lot to handle. We really didn't know all the ins and outs to like a business and like how to really control it and do it.
1: So at that time, you already had re- developed that relationship. A you family, families, so you knew each other your whole life. Right. But y'all had a business relationship from the club and then the hair. Right. So when you start doing promotion, it was already there because y'all already had that relationship. Right. So some people say not to work with family. How has your experience? What's your take on that? Because you work with family. So what's your take on that?
2: Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you know, we we have uh, we we've been through it. We we have been through it, but it's never been like nothing. Well, no, yeah, we've been through it <laughs> through a, 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 a lot of shit. But like, I would never change it. Like, I would. Literally, I would not do this with nobody else. Like, this is somebody who I know I could trust 100% 99. you say, you ain't never supposed to trust nobody 100% now. <laughs> I could trust her. Like, I know she got my best interests at heart.
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: And I know that at the end of the day, she not going to fuck up the bag about our relationship. Like at the end of the day, if if say I be like, I block you, I don't wanna talk to you, okay, but about this chicken, like, <laughs> like you know she still gonna get to the money. And that's bottom line for us. And we both know that. Like we know what it's like to, you know what I'm saying, not really have nothing. So like you can have your attitude, but you gotta do this, this on the calendar, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. Like we, we gonna communicate about that money. So, we ain't never had no problems in the money area, let me say that.
3: <laughs> very but important. That's important.
2: It has been. We have had a very, very rocky, you know, time, but we, you know, we overcome that shit.
3: Yeah. What, what's know? that feeling like, though? Like, you're the person in the family who has, you know, accumulated a certain level of wealth, mm-hmm. and everybody doesn't. And so, what, is, what, what do you feel like? Do you feel responsibility to I help? I
2: feel, I feel pressure. But I'm also grateful you know, like, I want to do it. So it's like, it's not as, mm, it's hard. But it's not like, I don't feel like, oh, I'm just obligated to do all of this shit. Like, I want to do it too because mm-hmm. my family, they, 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 who got me, you know?
1: So how is that, like, how do y'all get through those hard times? Is it sitting down, having a conversation and then compromise? Because that's important in business. You see a lot of people, you know, break up relationships because they don't know how to communicate. So like, how is that? You know, getting through those hard times. What's the key to to that communication and making sure that you know it stays on track?
2: I ain't found the key yet. <laughs> we still, we still, <laughs> still figuring, figuring it out. Work you in know,
1: progress.
2: <laughs> listen, we still figuring it out. We still got family issues, but um, you know, we stand on top of our business because that's what we need to do. But we got a healthy relationship. I, I I'm gonna be completely. I do not have the key. Like you know, stand strong on your business. Love your people. Don't do no backstabbing. Don't do no flaw shit. And, and that's what we do. Flaw oh, shit. that's the key.
3: That's what, that's that's Okay, it. that's I, the, that's the key. We adding that flaw shit. Don't do no flaw shit. Don't do no well, flaw. If
1: everybody shit. live by that. The world would be a much better <laughs> place. It's like the ten, ten Commandments. Um, so let's talk about the launch of your beauty brand. Um, yes, let's talk about it. I'm yeah, so yeah. excited. So what's the deal with that? What, what was the inspiration behind that? What are we What are we expecting to, you know, see in the next couple of months, coming years from that?
2: So right now I'm doing Remedy. That's the That's the name of my brand, y'all. I'm so excited. I learned. Tell about your whole days. posture. Yeah,
3: everything has changed. Because I'm
2: so excited. I've been working on this. We have been working on this for so 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 long, and I put so much work into this, and I'm so excited just to share it. I should have brought y'all some. Yes, it's true. But um, um, I always, like, I'm a beauty girl, so I like a lot of different makeup and, like, eyeshadows, lip gloss. Like, in my purse, I don't have my purse right here. I got, like, 50 lip glosses. Hmm. Maybe, like, 17 to be exact, for real. <laughs> like, not even being funny. Like, I always carry so many different lip glosses. And I just know exactly, like, how I like my makeup to be. I've been wearing makeup for a long time because I was working in a club. Mm-hmm. Then now I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to the club. You know, everything, interviews, photo shoots. So I'm like, every day, like I know exactly how I like my makeup to be. And I just feel like I know exactly what every woman needs to feel beautiful. Like, I just be like, oh, she could just put a little right here. If she had this shade, like, I just wanna do it. Like, mm. I love makeup so much. <laughs> I'm so happy that I tapped into doing this cosmetic line because this is like the perfect thing for me.
1: So how'd you, how'd you develop, cause the cosmetic, that's something that's big, right? Like makeup and yeah, eyeshadow and lipstick and all that. So what's the process? Like you, you, you sitting down with like designers that's helping you design this and then like the warehouses, like how is that like from the idea to actually implementing it?
2: We got like creative directors to help us. We got a big, We have, I have a big team of people, like all our photography people, um, the videographers, my manager, Um, the directors of whatever set we doing, like, uh, our media person, but we just go through different vendors. We've been going through different vendors for a long time to get, like, exactly what I like, because I'm very, very picky. So we've been, like, trying and testing out new products. Mm and. Like, it was just, whatever sticks, it's like, this is it. This is the perfect one. Like, this is what I want to do. And I'm trying it out on my friends, sending it out to my cousins. Just letting everybody try it to see, like, is this the perfect product? And everybody loved it.
3: Has that been on the vision board? So, obviously, you had the influence, right, from social media. Mm -hmm. You had a business with, with the hair extensions that, you know, just didn't work out. When you're going through that, are you on the vision board drawing, like, Cosmetic line, beauty care, because you know the power of your influence was, was. Did that like, was that the goal like in the early years, like in early like let's say two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen? No. So
2: if everything happened so fast. Like I always wanted to do something first. I thought I wanted to do clothes, mm-hmm. but I'm not even creative enough for real to be designing a bunch of different clothes. Like. So I wanted to do something that I really, really, really like, and it's makeup. That is what I really love. I really love makeup.
3: Yeah. That's, there's power in that, right? Like you saying, like, hey, that's not my strength. Yeah. Right? Rather than trying to force it and yeah. saying, like, oh, there, there's a bag there, it could end up in a bad situation because yeah, no. not, you're not passionate about it. Because
2: that's why I feel like people do stuff and then they be like, I don't want to do this no more. You want to do something else? Like, this is, this is sticking for me. This is it for me. Y'all gonna see. Watch this. I'm gonna show y'all.
1: No, nah, I mean, we saw two young ladies become billionaires. Rihanna and Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. Both off for cosmetics.
2: I'm coming number three. <laughs> I'm gonna see y'all soon, boo.
1: Period. Pool. <laughs> you heard them.
2: I heard them.
1: <laughs> were, were, were they inspiration for you at all? Watching, Absolutely. Watching what they was doing?
2: Yes, hell yeah. I love them. They are so... Baby...
3: <laughs>
2: yes, I love them. They set the tone. They they do it big. I love their makeup. I love their lines. I love they creative. They teams. They got a lot of support. Definitely for sure.
3: So uh, it sounds like you're pretty hands-on. And so I'm digging back. And so are you involved in the price points for the products as well? Because if you're pro- you, you take me as a person that you know you want to know the profit margins on on the items that you're gonna be selling.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs>
1: Is it like for the marketing, we see like a lot of brand ambassadors, especially like, I'm thinking of Rihanna, like with the Fenty. Is that something that you want to do? Like have other, you know, social media influencers, artists like as brand ambassadors, or are you just like, just putting it out there and letting the, ch- the people champion it?
2: Um, I'm I'm gonna send out some PR packages. I haven't really thought about if I want to do like, paid promotions, like to use like other like influences. Um, I think I'm pretty strong, but I do think that, you know, it'll be good to have a consistent influencer, you know, use it. But I want people to really use it and like it, you know? Mm. So like, if I send it to you and you be like, no, I really, really like this, like, you know, we could we could work some things out, <laughs> you know? But I don't want to just put it out there and like, oh, let me pay you, Yeah. you know? Like, I want people to actually really Genuinely like it. Yeah, it. cause it that's how I am. When I, when I promote stuff, like if I don't like it, I'm not gonna promote it, I'll be like, you know, and people be coming with their, you know, their checks, but I'm like, it's too, too, it's it's millions of people. I can't steer all them people wrong. It just don't sit right. It don't feel right.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, good, good work sells itself. Well, that, that's a fact. Yeah. Good, dope good dope sells well, itself. Well, we'll, I, we try to clean it up <laughs> for the, the network, but yeah, good dope sells itself. But what you speak to is, is the power of partnership, right? Whether people are, you're paying for them to, to build a brand or people are trying to pay pay you to build their brand. Right. And so, what's that process like for you, right? You're turning down a lot of things, but you are selecting some things, right? So, I know fashion wasn't one of your things, right. but you have worked with Fashion over. And so, like, what, what's the process like when you're selecting a person or a company that you're going to say, all right, this is worth it for me, I, I align with them, let's make this happen?
2: Um, the only thing that I've ever really turned down is, like um, like, stuff for people's private parts or, like, like sex toys and like
3: Yoni Steam. We gotta Google that. Yoni Steam. <laughs> nah, it's nah.
2: It, and It's like these these like washes that like okay. the girls use and stuff for their ear. like. I don't like stuff like that. I wouldn't promote like waxing okay. stuff that like could fuck with people. Yeah, but anything yeah. else like it's pretty like basic like clothes or. But if i don't like it i, I can't i just can't do it like, like
1: if you if you just don't like the yeah the, if, yeah, if i just clothes, don't like, it's like it like i'm not going to just yeah no rocket just because you're paying me no, no that's, that's good. makes
3: sense perfect sense
1: high level integrity um what about your youtube show dinner with the dawn
3: dinner with the you know what's dawn. so
1: crazy about this so <laughs> you know i didn't realize how big cooking shows were on youtube until i have a son so um you know we put out all we've interviewed a lot of people from like tyler perry steve harvey ross He's not really never really interested in any, any of these conversations that we have. What he was interested in one time was I, we did a show. We was actually cooking and I was showing him the show. And he was like, you did a cooking show and he's interested in it. He's like, you should do more content like this. He's, he's like 11. I'm like, wow. He's like, this is what people on YouTube want to mm-hmm. see. I started doing research and I realized how big cooking shows was. So what made you
0: want to? Do- hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster?
1: a cooking show and um, what's your what's your plan for that
2: so I really like to cook it's very therapeutic to me and I know how to cook <laughs> just not macaroni and cheese
3: that, we gonna, that's gonna be solved today <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I really know how to cook I love to cook and my baby he loves home cook home cooked food so with um, YouTube it was just something fun that I wanted to do I wasn't even really looking like to like have anything come from it for real but then when I started doing it people loved it and they're like oh cook this or cook this or I do this on the show and I'm like okay it was one of them exciting moments again that I had you know <laughs> from like took to the $3,500 at the club <laughs> it took me back like that and I'm like damn people really like it and I really like to genuinely just cook so um, I got my dinner with the dime. Y'all gotta watch all the episodes, and they super funny too. Cause I'm on there with my personality. I got my friend on there with me, so it's dope. Um, I did an episode with my son too. But so now, I'm doing seasonings. Hmm. Cause I'm a, I'm real big on seasoning. I used to be uh, make a little too much salt.
1: What what, what kind of seasonings <laughs> do you use?
2: Right right now, I like slap your mama.
1: Slap your mama. Mhm. What what is that consist of?
2: See everything that I didn't see since I've been no, here. No, that's good. It's so good. Far. I just got a thumbs <laughs> up. My wife said it's good. So good. It's good.
1: <laughs> well, you got to understand. I haven't cooked in, in years.
2: You need to listen to your son and cook that food. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you need to listen. Important. You see what I'm saying? Very important.
3: But you said you have your own seasoning coming. I do. Which too? is perfect. Because uh-huh. I'm, I'm saying that's perfect. Because obviously you're using it. You turned it. This is like another asset. This is like obviously the, the, the theme of the show: assets and liabilities. You got the YouTube show. You just wanted to do something that was, right. that was cool. And now you found another business inside of it. So you got yeah. the season. What's the stop? Is there, is there a cookbook coming?
2: No, I actually got a ghost kitchen coming. Ghost oh, kitchens. Kitchen. Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: In Atlanta? Yep. What kind of food?
2: So I'm still creating my menu.
1: So the ghost kitchens is interesting. All right, let's have this. This, this is an interesting conversation. because
2: yeah. A lot of people don't know about it of what uh, ghost kitchen is, so that's we got to get into that. That's
1: a fact. We're definitely going to get into that. we got some knowledge in that. <laughs> Before we get into that, though, I want to talk about, like, you know, they always say, like, the average millionaire has seven streams of income, mm-hmm. but that's discouraging to a lot of people because they think, like, you got to have seven different businesses or seven different jobs. But the thing about it is that what we learned is that you don't necessarily need seven different businesses. You just need one business that you can actually diversify. So, like, the YouTube situation. You can get paid from YouTube by... AdSense, like ads and like the people they, they actually pay you you can actually probably even the visual might be hard but you might be able to turn that into an audio podcast where you can actually get paid from that too but the good thing with the cooking shows is like yeah you can get paid for product placement mm-hmm. you can get paid for cookbooks mm-hmm. you can get paid even clothes like aprons stuff like that like people. i
3: mean the first episodes you had a custom outfit on
2: yeah all my episodes yeah, yeah, That's yeah.
3: and now yeah. people
1: don't want those outfits but then, they
2: show masks. <laughs>
1: That. Yeah, <laughs> even like food tasting because, like, different restaurants and stuff like that, they'll come on. There's a lot of different ways how you can monetize that. But the ghost kitchens is crazy. Because shout out to my boy Nacho Banger, he's an entrepreneur out of Baltimore. He's the first one that kind of talked to us about ghost kitchens, and they're like real popular in cities like Atlanta, DC, or Chicago, New York, New York yep. where the rent is really high for a restaurant, a Brooklyn, yeah. a Brooklyn modern restaurant. But the thing about it is, like, when you order Uber Eats you don't really know where you're ordering from. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, Mr. Chow's like <laughs> restaurant, whatever. Mr. Chow's is a bad thing because that's actually a restaurant. <laughs> but let's say like, like fish and chips extraordinaire, something like that, right?
3: Let's, let's go with that.
1: So what I realized is that you take a picture, you have a menu and that's a, that's a restaurant. But the restaurant can actually be an industrial kitchen. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a storefront. Mm-hmm. So the ghost kitchens is cool because you don't have to pay the rent and you don't have to actually run a brick-and-mortar restaurant. You can have a kitchen. And the thing about Ghost Kitchen is that you can have multiple restaurants from one kitchen. Yep. Yeah. So you can have Chinese, you can have Jamaican, you can have Thai food, all coming out of one kitchen. Nobody really knows where it's coming from. Yeah. So what, who put you on the Ghost Kitchens and what was the, what's the inspiration for, for that?
2: Um, so he actually owns, y'all ever um, Toast on Lennox?
3: Yes, Chef Harper. Yeah. We just heard about it. it would, we, we were in Atlanta, and somebody was like, y'all haven't been there yet? Y'all have to be there. He was a, a guest on your show. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yep. saw the episode.
2: Chef Harper, he is amazing. I love him. He knows how to cook so good. Um, he, when we did the episode, and, like, we we just, we talked, you know, we catch up. He owned a restaurant, Show mad love all the time, love him to death. And he called me one day, and he was like, you need to, I was already telling him, like, I want to I do some seasonings, and he's doing, like, his, his whole, um, like, another restaurant, he doing some seasonings on his own, and he was like, you know, like, I'm doing that, I got to connect on that, and so he was like, um, he gonna set me up a meeting with the lady. so I'm like, okay, cool, let's do it, you know, I'm excited, so now we get there, we're talking about the seasonings, she's showing me everything that she do, like, the kitchen, we in this big-ass place, it's, the ghost kitchens are really inside of where like the trucks go to like reload up, like the food
1: trucks.
2: Mm-hmm. So inside, it's inside of a place like that. And she just brought up the idea like, you know, I know you got a cooking show, you know, people like all of this stuff, like these recipes that you're doing, like you open to it. I said, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we're back to the West Ghost Kitchen. She just like came up with the idea, like, you know, are you, is this something that you're interested in? Cause she does, she like franchises, um, um, Mr. Beast Burger, y'all heard of Mr. Beast Burger?
3: I have not. No. It's good? It's
2: like a few, it's so good. Y'all gotta try it. It's so many like, um, like ghost kitchens and she do all the packaging, everything. Yeah, she brought the idea of like, we could do, we could do the seasonings and we could also, you know, do you a ghost kitchen. And she was just like, are you interested? And I was like, absolutely.
3: So we got the ghost kitchens, we got the spices. There's a lot going on. Yes. There's a lot going on. It's a
2: lot going on. We ain't done yet.
3: We, we got remedy happening. But first and foremost, you're a mom, and so what's it like to be a mogul mom with all that going on?
2: I love my baby so much. It's hard though, like traveling, you know, being away from him. Mm-hmm. But he understands. He's like, oh, you about to go to work?
3: Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: now he cool. You know, at first it was like crying, mad. Used to make me so sad. I used to be crying. But it's hard. But I'm. Very, very happy and thankful that I get to provide. You know, like mm-hmm. it's a sacrifice, but you know it's for the greater good. He know, he know, he know. Mommy coming home and whatever he need, whatever he dreaming about and desiring, he gonna have it.
1: How is that for him growing up seeing, you know, his mom as an entrepreneur? Is that starting to rub off? Like, do you see that rubbing off on him? As far as like, is he interested in business? Is he interested in kind of being his own boss?
2: My baby want to be a superhero. <laughs> and he wanna be a rapper. He's stuck in between the two, so. Both. You could do both. He could do both. <laughs> yeah. He could do both. Just like Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Hope. <laughs> I put him in so many costumes today. Hey, he wanna be the Grinch, and he wanna be Spider-Man, he wanna be Batman, he wanna be a vampire. I'm about to stop ordering him all these damn costumes off Amazon. He's <laughs> like, can you go on Amazon to order me a, but, yeah, no, being a mom is amazing. It's the best thing, the best decision I've ever decided to do in my whole entire life. I don't. I think if I didn't have a baby, I wouldn't even be sitting right here with y'all right now. Wow. Why is that? To be completely honest, because I wouldn't, I didn't, I couldn't see this far. Mm. Like, I just didn't, like, I would have still been in Chicago. I needed, like, a change. I needed something fresh. I was like, I need to do something. I got this baby. Like, I have to make sure that he is okay. That was, like, my thing. So it was like move, go away, go to Atlanta, get, get, get out of Chicago, take your baby and go and figure something out for you to do, and that's what I did. And if I didn't have that baby, I could see me now at the club. I love the club, y'all, ain't nothing wrong with being in the club, I'm not saying that, I'm just saying I wouldn't be sitting right here, that's all I'm saying.
1: That's it, that's all she's saying. Period, bro. Um Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about something that, that was trending. Um, it was a very unique gift. That you gave 28 acres.
3: 28.8. We can't cheat that.
1: 28.8 <laughs> acres of land. Okay, so, yeah, what made you want what, to, what was that gift about? Like, what, what made you think outside the box? Like, because, like I said, that's something that I've never really seen somebody, like, do that before, or at least on social media, like, make it, like, you know, something like that.
2: Um, he wanted, originally, he wanted, like, a, um I forget what it's called. Basically like a, a big old, the building that we in, like to use it for different things. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then he also, he like is super into like his community and like how he came up. So he wanted like to have these like townhomes and apartments for people who couldn't get jobs or, you know, like, so I was like, maybe I should just buy him land and he could just build all of that shit on the land. Like he got, it was a compound. That's what he wanted, a compound. So he could just put the compound on the land. He could build some apartments, you know, create him a gener- generational wealth. Yeah. And I was like, let me. Cause I just feel like we spend so much money on shit that don't really matter.
0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's.
2: Like. So it matter a little bit, cause I want it, but you know, it's just <laughs> no, like it's not you know yeah. like a necessity. It's not nothing that I really need. And It's not nothing that like, how it was just outside like, oh like this this car is nice. I don't, I don't want my my lamb truck no more. You know, it's yeah. like stuff you could just get rid of. Like you can't get rid. of This is on the earth and this is yours forever. Like
3: it's super important. You
2: could give this to all your kids, your family, your mama. This can keep going and going and going and growing.
3: Yeah, I think it's super important. When, I, when you put that post up, I, I might have memorized it. It was like, what do you buy the person that has everything? Yeah. You give them land and they can build and have generational wealth. Yeah. And so when I saw you put that, I'm like, wow, super impressed. But I also know that the people are following you. A lot of young ladies, young, young men are following you. The impact that that can have, right? Because yeah. they're seeing that in real time. Like they've seen you do these other things. I'm like, wait, here's a transition here. There's yeah. something happening here in her yeah. life. And so then I read up even more so on you. And I'm like, wait, you want, there's an image shift that's about to happen. You, you want to be known as the businesswoman. So yeah. talk about that transition. Because I think that's so important, important that young people see you doing these things. Because, again, you have the influence. But bigger than that, you have impact. So can you talk about that?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so um, I think that right now I'm in, like, this era of, like, just, I'm on my grown woman shit. Like I'm I used to be a little reckless, loud talking. They just I don't wanna be the Instagram girl, you know, like that's not who I wanna be. Like I'm a real business woman. Like I got I got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that I'm doing. And I need people to take me seriously. Like this is not no little Instagram to death. But it's like I need something bigger than that. Because I lost my Instagram page at one point. Mm-hmm. And when I lost my page, it was like now look at you. Mm. What you. What you about to do? You know, it's like, you gotta look first. I needed to lose it. Like, I needed that because it's like, you gotta do something that's bigger than Instagram. You know, that's what, also too with this cosmetic line that I'm doing, it's like, it's just so much bigger than, you can't, it ain't about just logging in, looking, okay, she cute, double tap. Like, I want you to go in the store. I want you to go online, like, besides Instagram and be able to purchase something and, you know, I need something continuous. Mm-hmm. And I think that before it was just about like, okay, I'm getting booked here, I'm going here, I'm doing this. Um, I'm gonna post this picture and get this money. And then on top of, you know, I got some old old drama, you know? So, you know, people like to, to look at the negative things about people and I think that it's easy to do that, especially with somebody who you got 5.5 million followers. So people like to highlight the negative things. But I've done so many other great things, but you're not going, you, you're not, they ain't going to like make that a big bright light because they like to tell people down, especially a black woman, that y'all better stop that shit too. I don't like that. But now I'm just like, I'm trying to transition. I just, Ariana Fletcher here. Ariana yeah. Fletcher. Ariana Fletcher.
1: Do you, do, Fletcher do you ever feel um, like pressure because like you say you so many followers on Instagram. A lot of young women look mm-hmm. up to you. Like it's not like you necessarily signed up to be a role model, but a lot of a lot of people look at you. Like mm-hmm. when you when you're moving around, when you post, when you do, is that subconsciously in the back of your mind, or you just don't like just you know just live.
2: I used to always say, um, like you can't make me try to change because somebody watching me. Like, this is who I am. This is who brought me here. This is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you here cause you like me. I don't, I ain't coming following you like you, but it's like, I changed my mind. It's like, it's different because it's like, if you you gotta, I'm, I'm a leader. So, you know, you know, people, you got to lead in the right direction. And Even though like I didn't ask for these people to come and follow me, you know, but it happened because it's something that they like. So make a change and be something better, you know? Like you can't be sitting on Instagram cursing and acting crazy all day. Like you know what I'm saying? If people like you and they love you and, and you a leader, then show them the way. Show them the right way. So I think that, you know, I looked at it like in a bigger perspective, yeah. and I like changed my ways. So I don't want nobody doing no reckless, no none dumb, none nothing, nothing crazy.
3: Yeah. When I when I hear you speak, I hear I think of two words. I think growth and I think legacy. I feel like those... <laughs> I feel like those are the two things that like, are at the forefront of, of what you're, you're, you're encompassing right now. The YouTube show, right, Reality TV, um, I'm wondering now, is there more ventures down the road? Is Reality TV or, or TV something that's on, on the vision board or yeah. an aspiration of yours?
2: Yeah, I'm actually filming right now for a reality show with BET. It's called The Impact ATL. Okay. And it's... Um, it's coming out soon. I think we, we might know
3: s- some of the cast members. Who's on it? Yeah, tell us the some cast. On. Yeah.
2: So the cast is me, Tay, uh, Jada, Des, and Lakia. Okay,
1: Jada, that's our people. Yeah. That's dope because I I, I like to see you and Jada, y- y'all friends? Y- you yeah, know? we cool. We cool. Yeah, cause um you know we had her on the show last season, and um, you know another really dope businesswoman, but I don't think people really fully appreciated it. And I feel like after the show came out, a lot of attention came and she really started to get more and more, you know, business opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I love to see stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that y'all y'all on the same show. I'm gonna check it out. When does it come out? Soon. <laughs> to be determined.
2: To be determined. TBD. I tell you I tell you when the cameras go
3: out. <laughs> <laughs> it's real
2: soon. But it's gonna be it's gonna be super good. I get real personal on the show.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm scared to watch. (laughs) I get real personal. I let people see a different side of me. So,
1: you know, we we see um, Instagram is is an interesting place, right? Because it's like so much stuff happens and so many personalities are born and different trends. So we're in a trend now where you familiar with the soft life? No. You ever heard of it? Mm-mm. Soft life is a is a whole movement that you know a lot of women are championing. Where you know a lot of times, especially Black women, it's like you had to be hard, like you know what I mean, like
2: oh, a yeah. strong
1: Black woman yeah. and super aggressive and different things of that nature. So, a soft life is saying like women are comfortable in their femininity and um, they're not necessarily trying to you know be as hard and different things of that nature. And some people you know are championing it. Some people are not really championing it. How do you feel about that as far as like? A woman just being comfortable being a woman and not necessarily being, like, overly um, assertive or aggressive or, you know, things of that nature.
2: I think that we feel like we got to be that way because when a woman is being soft and being submissive and being, you know, real lax, it's just, I think it, it, it even makes me feel like I'm not doing something right. Like, I feel like I'm... I'm scared a little bit. Like, I don't, I always feel like I gotta be like, you know, and that's not cool. No. And I think that is, not y'all, but like <laughs> men, a lot of men put that that on women and make women be like, you know, like always want to be on a tough, you know, hard body, cause <laughs> I felt that a lot. Yeah. So I think that, um, this soft life, I'm ready to join that. <laughs> <laughs> soft life. Well, you know,
1: I, I think it's when when women don't feel safe, then they have yeah. to, you know. But I think that that's the role of a man to actually make a woman feel safe. And, and it's, you know, a yin and yang. So it's an interesting conversation that's been happening online because now it's like, you know, kind of getting back into that soft life. It doesn't necessarily take away from a woman, but it just puts a woman at ease. And, and like you said, more, more comfortable. But like yeah. you said, just... You kind of feel that edge because you think you have to be on guard, yep. but that's not necessarily how it should be, right?
2: Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Are there investment opportunities that you do outside of what we've heard already? Or is there like, you have a real estate portfolio, or are you investing in stocks, or are these things unfamiliar to you right now?
2: I'm investing in stocks.
3: Yeah, let's talk about who it. You, who got you you? Who got you invested?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to give you a Zoom. That's easy. We'll give you that's a Zoom easy. Call. Yeah. But that,
3: that's the power of this the conversation, right? Like, yeah. We're getting familiar with the things that you know, you're you highlighting and there's some things that we're great at, but that's yeah. collaboration. That's partnership in itself, right? Y'all like,
2: invested in some stocks?
3: Yeah. Yeah, we have. A we have. Fun. And we teach people how, oh, how y'all to. Y'all being humble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was like, yeah, you know. You know the, <laughs> I can't wait to hear about this. <laughs>
1: Uh, well why so let's have this conversation you're not investing in stocks is it because you just wasn't ever educated on it or you kind of are a little nervous about it
2: no I'm just not educated on it and I think that I've always be like when I don't know too much about something I'd be like mm-hmm because I'd be scared think somebody trying to take my money
1: yeah it's human nature not to feel comfortable with something that you're not educated on especially when it comes to money Right. We usually just stay away. But that's the problem, especially in our community. We haven't really been educated mm-hmm. on a lot of these topics for so long and we kind of just shied away from it. Um, but that's not necessarily, you know, something that is beneficial long term. So that's why like, we try to, like, you know, just educate.
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light.
1: For real estate, stocks, crypto, because a lot of times people have a false conception that it's really, really complicated or it's over their head when it's like, it's really not. It's not hard at all. Like, I feel like if you could remember a rap song, that's way more complicated <laughs> than <laughs> actually the number of rap songs remembering. you remember, right? You got to have 16 bars. You got to do the hook. Like, it's a whole... <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's a process. It's
1: <laughs> definitely In a process. In crypto, I
2: heard some little tweaks about crypto, like some bad stuff. I'm
1: yeah. scared. Yeah. Well, I feel like all investments you got to just be educated, but it's ups and downs, right? Yeah. So it's like even like with business. Business is not always going to be good. It's going to be good, it's going to be bad, but that's how investments are. Crypto's the same way, but I feel like people kind of look at investing a lot of times is gambling. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's when, you know, that's that's the wrong way to go about it. Okay, teach me, please.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a whole cuz it's
1: like if you go if you okay. go to, if yeah. you go to Vegas, right, and you gamble. Now, gambling is a game of chance but investing is a game of knowledge but investing can be synonymous with gambling when you treat investing like gambling so like if you just hear about bitcoin and you don't know anything about it and it's like i want to double my money next week let me just put a hundred thousand into it that's like gambling right Right. and that's when you get hurt because then it's like damn it went down to 50 i lost fifty thousand dollars. give me all my money back but when you study when you research you know when the good time to buy you're not emotional about it, like hold it for a long period of time. That is knowledge. So like when you brought that land, like that's knowledge, because mm-hmm. you know it's gonna go up over the time, like they're not making any more land, da 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 like these right. are all rational decisions that you made in your brain before you actually bought it. But it's like a lot of times people don't think like that. They just think like, I'm gonna put this money in and I'm a quick flip. That's our problem a lot of times. Like we, yes. we always look at the quick flip instead of the long haul. Yeah,
3: when we don't know yes. what to do with money, we do what we know and yeah. I spend it and so like our thing is like let's figure out how to accumulate more assets that can generate revenue so that's what I said when we saw that 28.8 it was like oh yeah she gets it she yeah. totally gets it there's a lot of young women watching you so I just I, I, and it hit me I'm like look what's the the toughest lesson you learned in business that you wish you could have passed on, or had known and now you can pass on to somebody who's actually coming up in business like a young entrepreneur what's the toughest lesson you've learned
2: that you can't trust nobody.
1: That's what T.I. told us. That's a fact. He said it a little, <laughs> a little differently, but...
3: That's interesting. Yeah.
2: People go crazy about that dollar. So,
1: what's, what's next for you? What's on your, your vision board for the, for the next five, ten years?
2: So, we got Remedy. We got Remedy Swim. Swim, swim, line. swim line? Yeah, I'm doing a swim line, too. We're going to drop that in October.
3: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we no, yeah. some things.
2: <laughs> um, I also want to do a skincare line because, you know, with all the makeup, I see want people to be like, don't take that off, wash your face before you go to sleep now, you know, because I got a very, very, very long skincare routine. That's what keeps the makeup on flawless. <laughs> got to let them know that, too. Um, and then we got the ghost kitchen and the seasonings and YouTube. Building me a big, beautiful house.
1: Congratulations. Congrats.
2: No more babies right now. So I'm just excited about all this.
1: Very important. Very important. What's your what's what's out of all of those, what's the one that you're most excited
2: about? Remedy. Remedy. Yeah. I um, got a
1: good I got a good feeling about Remedy, how many what what exactly is it? So it's the it's the lip gloss, it's the makeup.
2: <laughs> the lip gloss the makeup. <laughs> yes, right. lip gloss. So I'm starting on what I'm my first launch is going to be 10 lip glosses, eight lip liners, and like a new eyeshadow palette. But we're going to go on and we're going to do like concealer, makeup brushes, powder. You're probably like, okay, what is that? But we're doing everything. Like every I want my whole makeup kit to be remedy. Every single thing that you need eyeliners every shade of lip gloss, lipstick. I'm super excited about that.
3: You're very intentional about your names, right? Even like your hashtag, your, your tag on Instagram is for your late brother. You have dinner with the Don, right? Cause you're a boss. Where'd the name Remedy come from?
2: It's like, it's like my fix. It's like my perfect remedy. Like what I put together and what is gonna be the absolute perfect thing that I need. So it's like my my little beauty secret. Mm. And I want to share that with the world. You know, you look good, you feel good.
3: That's a fact. That's a fact. You look good, you smell good, you play good, you do good.
2: Okay, I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Daily affirmations.
1: (laughs) Nah, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
2: Thanks, y'all. I have fun with y'all. I fuck with (laughs) y'all.
3: I appreciate it. And I'm
2: ready to learn, too. I'm serious. I want y'all to teach me about...
1: Nah, nah, for sure. That's going to we, we set up a Zoom call whenever we okay. get a chance. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we teach you for sure. Because it's, it's really not that complicated, for sure. Like, once you learn, I feel like you, you're the type of person, like you're really going to be into it. Especially once you start to make money.
2: Oh, for sure. I'm yeah.
3: locked Who in. Who doesn't like, like that? Like, when
1: you said you made that 3500 and you was like, when you start making like $10,000, like you made $10,000 for the first time and stopped, you're like, I ain't have to do nothing, nothing, not one thing. Right. That's when it's going to be like, oh, it's lit. It's
2: lit. <laughs> <laughs> <But> we locked <laughs> like, in. I'm ready.
1: There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause, please.
3: Ariana Fletcher, the Don herself. (laughs) Hey, it's Troy and Rashad from Assets Over Liabilities. This episode's word is business model. This is the Asset Journal, brought to you by Ally. A business model is a company's core strategy for profitability doing business.
1: If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Having a business model is crucial for any business. The business model creates a blueprint for you to reference throughout your journey. In life, nothing goes 100% as planned. However, having a business model to reference when you get off track is important. Only here on Revolt.
3: (laughs) Man. I love it. We're gonna have to title this joint Legacy, Legacy, Legacy. Nah, that was hey.
2: dope.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I really had fun.
2: Me too. Appreciate that. I gotta come back. A
1: whole lot of good energy.
3: Yeah, we coming to cook. Oh,
2: yeah, y'all gotta come cook. That is yeah. a fact. Let me help Macaroni. you down. The
1: the Macaroni. Sh- the last cooking show I was on, I did um, tuna
3: yeah, fish. Yeah, he right? outcooked me.
1: Tuna
2: fish?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: outcooked
3: him. That's a fact. Put
2: sugar
3: in it? <laughs>
1: Why are you doing this sugar? <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? <laughs> Who puts sugar in tuna fish? In
2: tuna? In Chicago? That's you
1: got. You See, we're going to
2: do that on the cooking show. Y'all going to try out with the sugar.
1: <laughs> in, tuna, in tuna fish?
2: In tuna, yeah.
1: What they doing in Chicago?
2: It's, okay, watch. It's going to change your whole mind. All right, well. Okay. We're two days
3: away from the launch. Congratulations again. Thank you. You got the remedy for it all.
2: Got the remedy.
3: <laughs>
0: Dawn.
2: Bye, y'all.
1: Big
0: dog. Big Dawn.